Hey, everyone, and welcome to the All It Takes a Goal podcast, the best place in the entire world, including all of Canada, to learn how to build new thoughts, new actions, and new results. I'm your host, John Acuff, and today I'm going to teach you five soundtracks that make bravery a lot easier. Five? That that sounds like a lot. It is a lot. It's going to be fast, though. So let's go. I can't wait for this episode. But first, let's hear a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode. Every year, I set crazy big goals. And every year, there's one productivity tool that I use to help me reach them. The Finish Calendar. I've been using it for over a decade. And it's helped me crush goals like running a thousand miles in a year, growing my business, and writing a New York Times bestselling book. Thousands of people have bought them over the years too. Why? Because it works. It's not magic, it's science. Study after study has shown how important tracking your year is. But my favorite came from the University of Kostanz in Germany. They showed that when you track when and where you're going to work on something, you double your chances of success. Let me say that again. You double your chances of success. This calendar is massive. It's beautiful, it's motivational, and it comes in paper or dry erase. On top of all the other amazing features, you can choose to display it vertically or horizontally because this bad boy is also double-sided. If you've got a big goal or a lot of big goals, grab a Finish Calendar today at finishcalendar.com. Once again, that's finishcalendar.com. All right, before we jump into the episode, I need to make a special announcement. Are you ready? Special announcement. This is episode 100 of the All It Takes a Goal podcast. What? 100 episodes? That's crazy. Here's why that's crazy. Maybe you've listened to other podcasts and you're like, I know these other podcasts, they have like 4,200 episodes. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of people with a lot of podcasts, but here's why it's crazy. My first podcast had eight episodes. I did eight episodes and then I gave up. I just quit. I just threw in the towel. I was like, well, I'm over it. Have you ever done that with a goal or something you started? Maybe you have a half-written book, maybe multiple, like you have three different, you've worked on a vampire trilogy and you've only done like three parts of three different books. Maybe you have a set of like meal planning Tupperware, like you were like, I'm going to get so into making chicken on Sundays that I eat the entire week and the right I saw an Instagram account and it's going to be amazing. And you've got this like elaborate set of Tupperware that you never used. Or maybe there's a really expensive set of exercise equipment um, that's just gathering dust somewhere right now. And every time you see it in the garage, you're like, look away, look away. Same, same, same. Eight episodes. And then I quit. And it wasn't like I got back on the horse three months later. Like I would love to be like, but you know what, kids? I believed in me. And I used me power to get back on that horse. No, no, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like I changed three months later or six months later or a year later or even two years later. It would be three years before I launched another podcast. And now we're a hundred episodes deep. So big thank you to everyone, whether you've listened to a single episode or all 100 episodes. I really appreciate that. And to everyone who's written a review, those are so kind. You guys are amazing. So here's to the first 100 episodes. Here's to the next 100 episodes. We're just getting started. All right, special announcement, in scene wrap. This is the third part in a three-part series that I did about bravery. If you missed the first two episodes, check them out. The first one was the three keys to mastering bravery. The second episode 
was the four tools you need to add to your bravery toolbox. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the five soundtracks that make bravery a lot easier. So that's three keys, four tools, five soundtracks. It's building. The content is building on itself. Three, four, five. I love it. But you don't have to have listened to the first two to enjoy this one. This isn't like Airbud World Pup, which was the third installment in the Airbud series. Um, the movie you might remember, which is about the golden retriever dog who could play sports. If you didn't see Airbud, the original, or the sequel, Airbud Golden Receiver, then you'd probably be lost if you just started with the third Airbud, Air which was Airbud World Cup. They, the first one was basketball. He was amazing at basketball. Second one, golden receiver. He's a football player. Third one, Air Bud, World Pup. It's a soccer movie, clearly. This isn't like that. You can start right here on the third Bravery episode. If maybe you just discovered the podcast or you've missed a few episodes, this is a fine place to start, and it's going to be about soundtracks. For starters, let's make sure you know what a soundtrack is, even though I've mentioned it a few times over the last year. A soundtrack is my phrase for repetitive thought. I've heard people say a thought is like a leaf on a river or a cloud in the sky or a car on the highway, but for me, it's a soundtrack because a soundtrack has the power to change an entire moment and often you don't even notice it's happening. Think about a movie that opens up on a little white house, little white picket fence, some kids frolicking, but then they change the soundtrack. They play something ominous. It changes everything. Suddenly you go, don't go in that house. It's quiet. It's too quiet. It changes everything. And it's the same is true of your repetitive thoughts, your soundtracks. If you have great soundtracks, you're going to do the things that get you closer to your goals. Why? Because thoughts turn into actions. Actions turn into results. Let me say that again. Your thoughts turn into your actions. Your actions turn into your results. And if they're positive, they push you forward. And if they're negative, they hold you back. They get in your way. Now, there's a really simple formula for building a winning mindset that I teach in the book that I wrote called Soundtracks. Here it is. Number one, retire your broken soundtracks. Number two, replace them with new ones. And number three, repeat the new ones so often they become as automatic as the old ones. If you want more of the science behind all that and mindset, definitely grab a copy of the book. Today, all I want to do is share five of my favorite soundtracks that help me choose bravery when fear gets loud. Remember, we've talked about that. Bravery is a choice, not a feeling. Bravery is a choice, not a feeling. So let's talk about some soundtracks that'll help you choose it. Soundtrack number one, it's just a puddle. This soundtrack was born after one of my top 10 most embarrassing moments as a parent. We were at Burt's, which is this big pumpkin farm or pumpkin patch in North Georgia. And we had just finished a great fall day, like classic, took a hayride. We picked out a massive pumpkin for our house. We had cider. Like imagine if Instagram was a pumpkin patch, we did all the things you're supposed to do on Instagram, except Instagram didn't exist yet because this is old and I am old. On the way out, my oldest daughter, who was only three at the time, saw a big puddle in the parking lot. And she immediately started jumping in it and laughing. And I grabbed her hand, pulled her out of it and said, oh, no, 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 don't, don't do that. And I overreacted and I made it seem like she had jumped into a lava pit. And she was shocked at how intense I was about something so small and insignificant. And in an incredibly kind way, an old man beside me that was there with his family said, son, it's just a puddle. It's just a puddle. And in that moment, I felt three inches tall. Because he was right. It wasn't a big deal. My daughter was so happy with that puddle. She was thrilled. And and what harm did it do? 
We were leaving anyway. It didn't matter that her socks got wet. She certainly didn't care. It was not this horrible, massive situation that my words and my reaction made it seem to be. It was such a minor thing. And with the perspective of time, that old man could see it in a way that I couldn't as a young dad. That old man's words stuck with me all these years later. It's just a puddle. Now, sometimes things are going to happen to you as a parent. There's going to be moments that are challenging. A lot of them will come in the teenage years. Sometimes they will be literal puddles. Your kid will fall into a pool with their phone in their pocket. Some will be bigger. They'll be forgotten homework, broken curfew, and a thousand other variations of the puddle situation. And you have a choice to make, regardless of if you're a parent. Because let's be honest, there are a lot of puddles in life, just in life in general. You can overreact, you can scream, you can fuss, you can stress out, you can make the whole situation so much bigger than it really is, or you can see it for what it really is. It's just a puddle. More things in our life are puddles than we want to admit. What seems life-changing right now might be a puddle in a few months or a few years. It might not even take that long. A traffic jam that makes you furious is actually just a puddle. A promotion you get passed over for might ultimately be a puddle in the grand scheme of things. A silly argument with your spouse is probably a puddle. Learn to laugh at the puddles. Learn to forgive the puddles. Learn to move on from the puddles. It's just a puddle. That's the first soundtrack that'll help you with bravery because when you face some sort of disappointment or letdown, which you're going to, instead of letting it dominate your future, you'll look at it and you'll say, It's just a puddle. And then you'll try again. Soundtrack number two that'll help you with bravery is wow is me. I am a negative person by nature. Sometimes people don't believe me when I say that, but it's true. I am pessimistic, sarcastic, and negative by nature. I'm not a glass is half full kind of guy. I'm a glass is on fire and probably half full of scorpions. That doesn't even make sense, but that's how negative I am. Allow me to explain with a rather harrowing tale from my travels abroad that I initially shared in one of my books. This story starts with something dramatic, so brace yourself. I got a blister once on the coast of Portugal. Normally, I would covet your thoughts and prayers, but it was years ago, and it went away in about six hours without further complications. I have very resilient ankles. It happened when I was running along the edge of the ocean through the seaside town of Kashish. I don't think I said that right, but it sounded something like that. If you say that word out loud, kashish, it sounds like the noise a wave makes as it rolls over a colorful bed of sea glass. Have you ever used a treadmill that had a video trail you could pretend you were running on? Instead of admitting you were in the Newark airport Ramada, you can watch a loop of someone running through Wellington, New Zealand. The trail in Portugal was exactly like that, except I was actually there and not in a hotel fitness center. The waves of the North Atlantic were lapping gently on the shore. The sun was rousing the day from its nighttime slumber with a warm kiss. Tourists were frolicking in impossibly blue pools gathered along the sand as I circled the bay on my morning run along a path Christopher Columbus probably walked as a child. I wasn't thinking about any of that, though, when I returned to our hotel room after I was done. My wife said, hey, how was your run? And I said, I got a blister. Poof, the entire experience, the coast of Portugal, the luxury hotel, the abundant access to at least a hundred varieties of sardines. There are so many varieties of sardines in Portugal. All of that vanished in the face of my pencil eraser size blister. That is how powerful my negative thinking is. I'm not an outside observer to broken soundtracks. I'm your mayor. 
I made the entire Iberian Peninsula disappear with the arrival of a blister. When I tell you that I tend to be negative, I mean it from the bottom of my critical heart. So then why am I so positive now? Because I work at it. I've seen what happens when I live in fear, and I've seen what happens when I live in bravery, and I like the results of bravery and positivity a lot more. So I put in work. One of the things that's helped me is soundtracks, and I've come up with a new one recently that's helped me focus. Here it is. Less woe is me, more wow is me. Less woe is me, more wow is me. I changed one letter, but that one letter changes everything. That one letter tells my head and my heart, let's actively look for the best. Let's not hope it finds us. Let's find it. Where are the wow moments I've been missing because I've been focused on the woe? A few weeks ago, I did a book signing. It was only a mile away from my hotel, but I couldn't get an Uber to pick me up in time for it. It was a 30-minute wait, which meant I was going to be late to my own book signing. Or I could walk. I had to cross a six-lane mini highway. It was one of those places where like, you're walking, you're like, I should definitely not, this is not designed for foot traffic. I was carrying posters that I brought for anyone who showed up. It was really hot because this is the South and the South occasionally was like, nah, it's going to be summer forever. And I was the only one walking down this highway and I had to go through some sketchy areas. When I got home at the end of the night, do you know what I was tempted to tell my wife all about when I called her? The walk. Woe is me. Woe is me. But then I remembered my new soundtrack. Wow is me. What were the wow moments? Well, I got to see my friend Marnie and her husband at the book signing. My 88-year-old aunt came and bought three books for her grandchildren. I, I wrote a book. That's a miracle. Even writing a book is a celebration. People took time out of their busy lives to come to a book signing. It wasn't raining on me while I walked there. It could have been four miles away and I would have missed it. There were tiny little wow moments hidden throughout the day, but I was going to miss them if I didn't put on my wow glasses. So will you. Sometimes we miss the good because we're so focused on the bad. Instead, listen to soundtrack number two. Less woe is me, more wow is me. Soundtrack number three, I am the CEO of me and I am the best boss. CEO of me was my favorite way to take ownership of my life. Maybe your parents didn't believe in you. Maybe you had teachers who doubted your abilities. Maybe you didn't have the advantages other people did. That's unfortunate. But do you know who has the greatest shot at changing that for the better? You. You're the CEO of you. The choice is yours. That first part of that soundtrack is about taking responsibility for your life. That's something that took me years to figure out how to do. I tended to blame other people for my problems. I blame the politicians. I blame the economy. I blame my own inadequacies, which I believed were as unchangeable as the color of my eyes. I blame my past mistakes. Even if they were decades old, past me completely screwed future me. I blame technology. I didn't want to make Instagram reels. I don't want to dance on camera. I blame my fears. How can one person have both a fear of failure and a fear of success? I blamed my foes, including bosses who fired me, competitors who, if social media is any indication, are currently lapping me, and I blamed the lady who is slowly getting off the plane in front of me, perhaps caught unaware that we were landing despite the fact that we descended 30,000 feet from the heavens onto the planet. I was a blame factory, churning out new excuses and explanations for why I'm a victim of circumstances, not an agent of change, with the efficiency of a Toyota plant. And I'm not the only one who does that. I read an article that criticized Adele for losing weight because it made the reporter feel inadequate. How dare Adele work on herself without considering how that would make a stranger she'd never met feel? 
It's Adele's fault that I had a bad Tuesday. Blame the British. But I've learned something in the last few years that shook me to the core. You can never build a big, brave life on a foundation of blame. You can't. I want a big, brave life. I want you to have a big, brave life too. And if you and I are going to have one, we can't use blame anymore. I am the CEO of me. I threw in the second part, I'm the best boss of me, because you can be the CEO and still be a huge jerk to yourself. For example, I use a timer on my phone. I'll talk about timers in a little while. And I use it when I write. I set it for 90 minutes and I focus only on writing. And one day I caught myself pausing it when I went to the bathroom. Inside, I thought, your boss doesn't give you bathroom breaks? He docks your pay for that? That's a bad boss. If I had a boss that did that, I would hate working at that company. Whoops. The best boss wouldn't do that. That's soundtrack number three. Soundtrack number four, focus on the fix, not the fear. A few years ago, I went through a challenging time in my business. Anyone else go through anything challenging in the last few years? Of course. Right now, everyone's like, yeah, 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 John. We, uh, we have the pandemic where we lived. We had it here in, in this city that I'm listening to. After months of struggling with what felt like constant obstacles, I realized something really simple. I was spending all of my time, creativity, and productivity on the problem, not the solution. So I asked myself a simple question. What if I applied, like what if I applied my best brain power to the fix, not the fear? What if I applied my best brain power to the fix, not the fear? Focusing on the problem only led to frustration and shame. Every time I looked at the problem, it got bigger. It was like I was adding all this fuel to a fire and then wondering why it was becoming an inferno. It wasn't until I shifted my creativity away from the problem and toward the solution that I was able to turn down the negative soundtracks that were keeping me stuck in the middle of the issue. If you're in a challenging situation, you don't have to pretend like the problem doesn't exist. That's not what I'm saying at all. You don't have to be an ostrich in this moment acting like nothing is going on. It's okay to admit things are hard and it's actually necessary that you acknowledge the difficult things you're going through. Just don't let the problem be your sole focus. Turn your gaze to the solution and you'll be able to start moving forward. You want a simple way to do that? Set a timer. If you've followed me at all these last few years, you know I love a timer. I love using a timer on my phone. Because here's what happens. Fear says you can't do that. And timers say, I can do that for 15 minutes. That's all it takes to get started. You set a timer on your phone, you take your eyes off the problem and spend 15 minutes working on a possible solution. Just brainstorm. It doesn't have to be perfect. Give yourself the creative permission to come up with any and all solutions that come to mind. No limits. 15 minutes on the solution. That's it. That's some good podcast homework right there. Again, I'm not sure if you're supposed to give homework on podcasts, but you should try that. You should try. You have the timer app on your phone right now. I promise you already have that one. It's super fun to do that. That's soundtrack number four to turn up bravery. Soundtrack number five is feeling uncomfortable is just a sign that my old comfort zone is having a hard time keeping up with me. Feeling uncomfortable is just a sign that my old comfort zone is having a hard time keeping up with me. One of the reasons people have a hard time with change is that they interpret discomfort as a sign to stop. That's understandable because being comfortable feels so much better than being uncomfortable. But what if we could repeat a new soundtrack that taught us being uncomfortable is a good sign, not a bad sign? What if it was a marker of progress, not an invitation to quit? Because growth is always uncomfortable. It is. There's a soundtrack from Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, a famous author and motivational speaker that's meant a lot to me lately. Here it is. Don't wish it were easier, wish you were better. Oh, Jim Rohn, come on. 
Don't wish it was easier or don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. The full quote continues. Don't wish for less problems. Wish for more skills. Don't wish for less challenges. Wish for more wisdom. Oh, you're killing me, Jim Rohn. The goal isn't less stress. The goal is to have better tools to handle the stress. Let me say that again. My goal isn't less stress. My goal is to have better tools to handle the stress. I had less stress when I wasn't an author. Honestly, I did. No one ever wrote one-star reviews about me when I was a copywriter inside a cubicle, inside of a building, inside of a company where nobody really knew my name. Nobody publicly criticized me. But I also didn't get to write books. I didn't get to step on stages. I didn't get to encourage thousands of people all at once and meet the most amazing people in situations like this, via my podcast, via events, at book signings. When I played small, I had small stress. When I played bigger, I got bigger stress. That's the truth, but I got better tools too. I'm learning every day how to play at bigger levels and it's worth it. Feeling uncomfortable is just a sign that my old comfort zone is having a hard time keeping up with me. In my mind, I envision my comfort zone as a pair of sweatpants. It wakes up late one morning, stumbles into the kitchen, and is shocked that I've already gone running. Wait up, it yells, ambling out the door while trying to put its feet into house slippers. I can't keep up. And I turn back and I'm like, yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. I'll send you some postcards. It can't keep up with me. I keep going and my comfort zone cannot keep up with me. Those are five soundtracks that I think you should use whenever you don't feel brave. Let's do a recap because recaps are nice. Number one, it's just a puddle. Number two, wow is me. Less woe is me, more wow is me. Number three, I am the CEO of me and I am the best boss. Number four, focus on the fix, not the fear. Number five, feeling uncomfortable is just a sign that my old comfort zone is having a hard time keeping up with me. If you want more tips on building a winning mindset, check out my book soundtracks anywhere books are sold. I read the audiobook, so if you even kind of dig this podcast, you will love the audiobook. And thank you again for listening. We're a hundred episodes into this experience to the All It Takes is a Goal podcast because of your encouragement. We'll put all the links in the show notes as always. And thank you for reviewing my podcast. Here's one from Romy AZ that I saw the other day. It said, MVP, most valuable podcast. Very nice. It said, John, a lot of O's, a lot of O's. Keep the goodness coming. Your latest podcast with Joshua Becker was fantastic. I know Joshua and the good work he does locally here in Phoenix. Stellar human like yourself. I'm so encouraged that you like the Joshua Becker episode. I've been really fortunate to have guests like him on this show, and I'm going to keep inviting people that inspire me because I think they'll inspire you too. So thanks for the feedback, Romy AZ. Please make sure you subscribe or follow and keep those reviews coming. I'll see you next week. And remember, all it takes is a goal. And don't forget to pick up your copy of The Finish Calendar, brand new, massive, beautiful, double-sided, vertically or horizontally, paper or dry erase at finishcalendar.com. Once again, that's finishcalendar.com. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the All It Takes is a Goal podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content from John Acuff, visit acuff.me slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the All It Takes is a Goal podcast.